Welcome to the Autonomous Vehicle Daily Tech Podcast. My name is Hassan Akram. I am the host of the Autonomous Vehicle Safety and Security Podcast. This is my second podcast. And in this podcast, we will be broadcasting focused discussion on technical subject matter. Enjoy the podcast and thank you so much for listening. Now, I want to move a little toward the challenges you mentioned. Tell us about some of those challenges that you see today. So I guess we, we learn about these things from both our clients and also from their customers too. So, you know, we have to be, we don't just, we don't just talk to startups or, you know, tier two and tier one automotive companies. We talk to OEMs, we talk to analysts, we talk to everyone um, to really try and bottom out where the value is. One of these conversations, maybe that started kind of four years ago with actually some tier ones and some OEMs was around sensor cleaning and the challenge of keeping sensors so that they're 100% available to the vehicle. When it's just your, your reverse parking camera, this is less of a challenge because you know the vehicle can effectively operate without it because of the human driver. Um, and you know it's not so unacceptable to go and clean the sensor every so often. You know, once you go to expensive autonomous features in a vehicle or a fully autonomous vehicle, then this becomes, you know, it's a critical system for the operation of the vehicle. They need to be available at all times. That makes a much more interesting challenge. You know, if you go back to the analogy of replacing the human driver, if you're driving your car and, I don't know, a bird takes a massive dump on your windshield, what's the first thing you do as a human driver? So most people will just move their head, right? They just kind of look around it and then they'll, they'll get the liquid jets and they'll get their wipers, they'll clear it. Their view's not obscured anymore and they can carry on, but they've got this kind of intermediate solution. They can, they can shift, they can adapt. You know, when you've got fixed sensors on an autonomous vehicle, this, this is not possible. I mean, the, the sensors are, are highly calibrated. They have an internal calibration and an external calibration. You know, the car needs to know exactly where they're pointed so that it knows where the information is relative to the vehicles. You can't just simply move them out of the way of dirt. When you look at the positioning of the sensors as well, in a lot of cases, they need to be on the exterior of the vehicle. Um, in particular, LiDAR sensors, you can't just stick them behind the windshield like a human driver who, who has some protection. The LiDAR, uh, Most windshields actually have a, a reflective coating for the infrared region to stop the vehicles heating up too much so you don't have to use your AC so much in, uh, on sunny days. Um, unfortunately, this reflective coating works really well for the laser light that LIDARs typically use. So, so they need to be integrated uh, to the, the vehicle exterior. Um, so then you need, need some way of keeping them clean um, to ensure that the vehicle is uh, able to operate under all conditions. There's kind of two parts to this, I guess, maybe three parts. You know, it's kind of knowing when the sensor needs to be cleaned, you know, cleaning the sensor. And then I guess the other part of the challenge is not so much technical, but it's kind of whose responsibility is it to keep those sensors clean? We've been kind of looking at particularly the first two. When you look at automotive cleaning systems, you know, forever cars have had wipers for the windshield. They're ubiquitous. Everyone's familiar with them. You know, it's a very well understood technology. There are plenty of companies who have been making these things for many tens of years. Liquid jets, you know, similar. You, you have your wiper fluid. This system works for windscreens. When car headlights got so bright that they needed their own cleaning solution to prevent dazzle, the obvious first point of call is, is wipers and liquid jets, right? It's, it's a ready-made solution. It works. That's the obvious place to start with sensor cleaning. You know, you start adding 
additional points on the exterior of the vehicle you need to clean, um, start with a solution that works in the past. And, you know, and that, that's what a lot of companies have done. Um, and that, that certainly works in, in the, the interim. But I think one of the really big challenges with implementing that kind of long-term, particularly if you want to get to level four or level five driving is, as we touched on earlier, it's the redundancy, it's the proliferation of sensors. If you look at um, the sensor suite that Zooks use, so recent Amazon acquisition, they've got 18 cameras and eight LIDARs on the outside of their vehicle. Um, it's not feasible to install 18 wipers and liquid jets. It requires too much liquid volume you need something cleverer. That's true of all AV companies and, you know, it's likely to be true of all level four and five vehicles. So I guess this was a challenge we were set by the OEMs a few years ago. So we spent some time exploring this solution space and looking at what's available. I guess the behavior you want is clean sensors, but really the challenge is reducing the liquid volume required to do that. Um, you don't want to be replacing the fuel tank in your car with a washer fluid reservoir instead and adding all that mass and complexity and just making it onerous for a vehicle owner to constantly change this. It's really about reducing that liquid volume to an acceptable level so a vehicle can drive and, and remain safe at all times. Um, I guess you can do this kind of one of two ways. You can either um, try and prevent dirt from ever getting on the sensor, either by some clever integration or um, you know, some clever product which redirects it. So I guess it's the most obvious solution, just stop it getting dirty. I think there are several challenges with that. I mean, if you talk to an OEM about the sensor guys, you know, their sensor engineers choosing where the sensors go, then their um, car designers get very upset. And I think in those kind of uh, discussions, often the car designers will win. So that's quite challenging. I mean, the other thing you can do, maybe put some aerodynamic features, so that you can control the airflow, maybe blow across the sensor so that dust's less likely to settle on it. Again, adding lumps and bumps to a you know, top spec German car is not gonna make you any friends in the design department. So you kind of have to look for other solutions. Um, uh, there are some companies doing really great jobs of reducing the liquid volume by maybe up to 50% for a liquid jetting system, but it doesn't really get you to where, where it needs to be. I guess the, the solution that we're most excited about is actually um, ultrasonic cleaning. So it's, it's integrating kind of new technology into the, the sensor itself um, so that it becomes effectively self-cleaning. This requires much, much less liquid, you know, kind of you just need a, a wetted surface. And, you know, instead of saving maybe 50% of the liquid, you could be saving like 1995.